Welcome, family, to the Restful Heart Podcast, where you hear conversations that shift your perspective on God, getting you past all the stuff that gets in the way, so you can finally find rest and pursue that rich, intimate relationship with God you so desire. I want you excited for the future again, and able to trust God through any storm. I'm your host, Jackie, owner and author of the Restful Faith blog, and I am excited that you're here. Welcome. I praise God for you and pray grace upon grace for your life. Let's go. Hi, Restful Faith family. This is your sister in Christ, Jackie. Welcome to this next episode of the Restful Heart podcast. This episode is called Dreaming with God, Abandoning All to Pursue God's Dream for My Life. Let's get started. Six years ago, I walked away from my retail management career to begin the greatest faith adventure of my life. Because for years I've been climbing the corporate ladder, quote unquote, in the pursuit of a comfortable life. I knew deep down inside that God had more for me than to just work, play video games, and attend church on Sunday. But was I willing and able to trust Him enough to pursue something greater for my life? Did I have enough faith to abandon all that I knew, pack up my life, and follow Him? Because a few months earlier, through a prophetic word at church, God told me He had a blessing for me right where I was. But in my pursuit of a comfortable life, I chose to interpret that word in a different way completely and left to pursue a job promotion. Because at that time, the job I was currently at had offered me the assistant manager position in a job in a town um, a couple hours away. And so I interpreted it as in the company where you are right now. I said, I'm, I'm still following after the Lord, but I left anyway. So by the end of 2017, I found myself in a pit. My comfortable income began to run dry. I was house poor and renting and completely stressed out as a retail manager. So through these circumstances and in that gnawing ache, in my belly for more out of life. My heart was primed and ready to leave everything behind and follow Jesus. So that October of the same year, I left my upscale apartment in my quiet, gated community and drove back to Amarillo to work part-time at Starbucks while I taught myself skills online. And at the same time, I also had to downgrade from the absolute best apartment I've ever lived in to the absolute worst apartment I've ever lived in. And it's a funny thing, um, when I was in that town and the Lord led me to a church, and so I was attending that church, before I went back to Amarillo, I prayed, I went up for prayer and asked for, and I was like, okay, I'm following the Lord now, I'm doing what He told me to do, I'm finally being obedient. So I'm going to pray and ask the Lord to bless me with a nice home in a nice quiet neighborhood um, that is just comfortable and peaceful and wonderful. Little birds help me get dressed in the morning type situation. But I found myself in the absolute worst. <laughs> but I was determined to find out what God had for me there. Matthew sixteen twenty five through 26 says, For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? 
And from the word of God, we know the soul consists of our mind, will, and emotions. Our, it's like our spirit and our soul and our body. And the soul just incorporates our heart. It's the essence of our heart. And if we lose that because we're pursuing a comfortable life, we're not following after what's in our heart, but we're, we're trying to find comfort and security in the world, this world that's fading fast, this world system that's fading fast. Jesus says, for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So I'm, I don't know, but I don't know if that's 100% talking about salvation. I believe of the spirit, because our spirit is saved. I believe that's the salvation of the soul. And so that's the quality of life that you have here, your ability to be able to be free in your heart. But anyway, I abandoned my pursuit of a comfortable life, counting it as lost, and ran after something greater than what a typical 9 to 5 could offer. Or in some cases, if you guys worked in retail or the restaurant industry, it could be 9 to 5, 8 to 6, 7 to 7. <laughs> but during that season, something beautiful began to happen on the inside of me. While I was pursuing my dream, God was pursuing His to transform me into the creative, joyful woman of faith he created me to be. His dream was to pull me out from the rubble of fear, anxiety, and depression, which is the residue left from undealt with hurt and rejection, to reveal the woman he dreamed about as he knit me together in my mother's womb. So as I pursued my dream of the laptop lifestyle, because yes, I did leave my retail management job moved back to Amarillo, worked part-time at St Starbucks, and I was going to be a web designer, and so I sold my gaming PC, all my PC games, sold them all, got a cheap laptop from a pawn shop, and taught myself code, and taught myself how to design websites. Because I was going to be a blogger, and I was going to... Well, I at first I was going to be a web designer, and the Lord told me to start a blog. But as I pursued my dream of the laptop lifestyle, God was doing major renovation work in my soul. Ephesians 3.20-21 says, Now to him who is able to do, exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church, by Christ Jesus, to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. God is a dreamer, and I had finally given to myself, after all those years of trying to build something on this earth, trying to just get enough money so that I'm comfortable and have a nice apartment, eventually a house maybe, whatever. After all those years of working and working and sometimes 50, 60, 70 hours a week, I've finally given myself permission to dream with God. I started to believe with more of my being that what He's placed in me is valuable to a desperately lost and hurting world. So not only did I have to abandon my plans for my life, but I had to abandon my limiting beliefs. How can we pursue God's dreams for our lives if we're trapped, believing what the past has taught us to believe about ourselves? 
Things such as we don't have enough, we're not worthy, no one will care what we have to say. We allow God to demolish our limiting beliefs and negative thought patterns through his word, letting his truth gain access to the deepest parts of our soul. When his truth becomes so ingrained into our being, it transforms the way we think and causes our bodies to respond accordingly. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken that to my anxious heart, and the anxiety melted away. Renewing our minds is a process that works over time, but we have access to the resurrection power of Christ within us. This means that when we speak, when we pray, and when we declare His word over our fearful hearts, our bodies respond to our faith. And agreeing with God about who we are gets us in position to receive everything He's planned for our lives. God is always at work in us and through us, and true healing takes place when we come into agreement with Him that we are worthy to dream big. When we step into that mindset, we finally become the person who will partner with God and faith to make those dreams a reality. What limiting beliefs are holding you back from pursuing God's dream for your life? Exodus 10-12 through 12 says, Then Moses said to the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said, so a lot of times I feel like Moses. <laughs> so the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have not I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you shall say. And then Second Corinthians 12, 9 says, But he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. You be blessed and encouraged. The Restful Heart Podcast is part of my blog, Restful Faith, where you can learn more and join the family. Visit www.restfulfaith.com. And to help support this podcast, you can donate by following the links in the show notes. Love you so much. You be blessed and encouraged.